Hey everybody, this is Jellicoon in the future, in the future of June 2023. I am re-recording this intro because the Spotify robots have identified my evil, evil use of using a uh, Calvin Harris song, acceptable in the 80s, and uh, I need to remove it, so joy to that. Anyhow, uh, I kind of just smash cut after the intro into a random conversation, Zaldar has joined me on this episode from 2019 to talk about Lily C.A.T. So by all means, enjoy the episode. I am sorry to abruptly just change things. I know this sounds a million times better than uh, our recording did back then, but hey, it is what it is. Hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening, and take care. Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. The following podcast is rated M for Mature, so those of you who are easily offended can go fuck yourselves. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast, each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. At the uh, website, we recorded six shows. <laughs> it's November. Almost going on December. Yep. You're, uh, you know, once in a while, Anime Podcast is here again. So, you know, here we go. Yep, yep, yep. So, what can <laughs> you what can you do? Mm. I've always said life comes first. Yep. But, uh... Today we are going to be, well, not me, Zoldar is going to be reviewing the 1988 show, Lily C.A.T. So, yep, Lily Cat. Buckle in for that. But, mm-hmm. before we do that, new anime, I should say new, we're like week six now into the season, we're halfway through, uh... Winter 2019, I guess. Or fall or whatever season this is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what have you been watching? Well, nothing new from this season, really. Um, watched a little some more of What a Con and Angel Flew Down to Me, and I don't still don't know why, because it is... Uh, just as bad as it started out and doesn't seem to get better. Was this that um, crazy one with the lolly girl and all the other? Yeah. Jazz- yep. 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 Mm-hmm. The adult, just... this older sister who dresses them in cute um, outfits and you know, has a squirmy, squishy feeling in her heart about her younger sister's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should just drop that, but okay. I, I, yeah. You know, I almost want to like finish watching it so that I can review it and then just rip it apart. Because I haven't done a good this is crap, I'm going to destroy this anime um, in a while <laughs> review. And those are fun. Um, I wanted to see the Konosuba movie, but I didn't get to do that. Uh, oh yeah, it was here, be... wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully hard. that'll be streamed somewhere sometime. Um, let's see. I f- finished My Roommate is a Cat. My Roommate is a Cat is incredible. And very, very well done. Uh, had a nice, mushy ending that um, made me almost cry. So that was good. 
uh, I love it when that happens in my animes. And other than that, not too much. I have been, How about yourself? I have not been watching a lot myself, but uh, what I have been watching, I checked out the first episode of Africa Salaryman, and it was much better than I was going in. I would say it's Africa actually... Africa Salaryman? Africa Salaryman. I don't even know that one, and that sounds like that could be cause all kind of problems. Well, it's an anamorphic... Is it set man- in Africa? No, it's set in Japan or something. Well, it's set in the... Okay. It's set in a today's world, but it's anthropomorphized animals. So, like, the boss of the the office is a lion. And a toucan is, like, I think he's supposed to be, like, I don't know, he's crazy. And then there's a iguana or a lizard or something. Or something like that. It's funny. I loved it. Uh, okay, that's good. I was afraid, knowing Japan, this was going to be some weird racial thing, so I'm glad it's not. Wow. We no. Africa salary man. I mean, you know. Maybe it's because I had somebody on Facebook again call me racist recently, so, well, I, you know, who knows. Okay. Well. I had the termacity to repost something about smoking weed causing heart attacks, and then that evidently makes me racist. Oh, well. So, yeah, you know. Okay. Internet! Woohoo! So... Yeah, um, I watched the first episode. I watched a dub from Funimation, and honestly, I think I like it that way. This is a show that just has a lot of fast-paced jokes, and like the acting is really good, and I think the dub really helps it uh, do better. So I would definitely say, if you're going to check the show out, watch the dub. Um, then it probably helped that I like BoJack Horseman, so I have no problem watching something like like this, but it's just kind of funny. It's not dark and depressing, though, so that's always good. So, uh, I like my dark and depressing. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> and then I've been keeping up with Sword Art Online, Alicization, Underground, or whatever the hell they're calling it, Underworld, um, up to episode five. And here, here again is Mike Moore. I get to say we should just drop this. Why are you still watching this? <laughs> because I've uh, I've already fucking watched the first season. So, yeah. Why? It's Similar. Something I could easily just get into again and keep watching, even though it's kind of uh, mad. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's Zach that always talks about how bad that one is, not you. Then. Oh, we both know. do. No, we both. Okay. Do. But we've already reviewed every other Sword Art Online, so it's one of those like, well, fuck it. We've already invested the time. That's what I've always said. <laughs> I've invested the time in watching this show. I know the characters. I know the story. You know how bad it can be, but at the end of the day, you know. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been watching much. i just been kind of watching, I don't know, catching up on other stuff. I finished um, last season's How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. That was a fun little show. Um, I don't have too much on my watch list right now. I've kind of just been kind of, I don't know. I, I got to get better. I have a wrestling podcast now, so... <sighs> Spending a lot of time Why? watching because I can <laughs> shut the fuck up. Wrestling is still bad, right? <laughs> it is, but there's newer wrestling. That's much better. But yeah, uh, NXT is supposed to be okay. But you know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing AEW. I actually just went. Oh, okay. So totally non WWE stuff. Okay. Yep. And right. I actually went to the show in Charlotte two weeks ago, and I had a blast. 
Best 93 yeah, bucks. Yeah, it's the WWE that I hear is supposed to be terrible. Yeah, um, it is. For various reasons. It is. Talking okay, to the guy who spent. I think somebody. Somebody left the WWE and basically accused McMahon of being racist recently. Oh, so that was, yeah, that's whole that's a whole crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, that was fun to read about. Well, it's someone who watches non wrestling. Well, I mean, like, I can't I can't get into it because I a it's just a controversial topic. I don't want to wade into. The shirt was yeah, and this is not the wrestling podcast. No, <laughs> but yeah, that's a whole can of worms. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I might watch last. I've got um. I well, have, get... you, have you not continued watching The Promise Neverland? Oh, no, you I finished. No, I finished it. Oh, okay. Well, what do you think one... of that? I haven't talked to you about that yet. Go listen to my review. We have oh. a, we have a whole review about it. Oh, so. okay. Did I, oh, I, I, well, wait, did I review that with you? No, it was Zach and I. Oh, well, damn. I wish I should have been there for that one. Yeah, well. That's a, that was a great show. It was a I great show. I loved that show. If you haven't watched it, go fucking watch it. Yeah, The Promise Neverland is great. Yes, especially I wish I'd oh. been there for that one. You should have told me when you're doing that, man. Yeah. Oh well. Wait, did I do Promise Neverland? Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of um. Nah, sorry, I'm thinking of the other one, with the explorer and the robot boy. Um. Oh. In the hole. In the hole. Yeah. I made no, the abyss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Yeah. Very different. Just similarly dark, but different. Yeah. Sorry, um, I was completely. Think when you said, "Hey, made of the uh, Promise Neverland," I uh, <laughs> completely like thought of Made in the Abyss right away. No, well, if you have not seen the Promise, I think I made you watch the first episode of. You Promise did. Neverland. I, I ended up watching it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, mm. The ending was kind. Of, I mean, the-, well, the ending wasn't very predictable, but the show was kind of predictable. But there was still enough twists and turns to keep it interesting. I didn't. I, I did. Do you mean are you talking about the whole show now, or just the first episode? No, the whole episode or the whole show. Okay, I did not find it all predictable, but okay. Well, um, I mean, like it kind of led a little bit, and I kind of got that, but hmm. some stuff was predictable. Okay. But on the other hand, it was just like okay, whatever. So hmm. uh, it, it was. A I don't fun know. It's show. probably my favorite show of whatever season that was. I um, think it was last year. Okay, that makes sense. Um, the was... episode twelve came out on March twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. So, oh, this year? Mm hmm. Oh, well, damn. It are just... you still thinking about? Are we have we got the right show yet? Yes, yes. The one where the I kids just... are being fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. I just this whole year, just one long thing. <laughs> and it comes and it goes so quickly. It does. So, but yeah, it's yeah, that's... been. I've just been kind of picking and piecing an anime. Um, show I haven't watched, but I really or haven't finished watching, but I've watched the first twelve episodes on on uh, Netflix was Carol and Tuesday, and I can't wait to talk about that show because that show is amazing. Mm-mm. Even even oh. my I showed my wife the trailer for it, and even mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, I like this." So all right. Well, yeah. so my my roommate is a cat, and the Rising of the Shield Hero. If you haven't finished those, now that you finished my Promise Wonderland, or not, Promise Neverland, excuse no, me. Yeah. Um, I'll probably find something new to watch. I don't, I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about some stuff. I haven't really okay. decided. I've been kind of finding like if I don't find a show that I can't watch week to week. I usually just kind of start marathoning them 
And Funimation's mm-hmm. been doing more of their simul dubs. So there's more and more to watch there too. So I don't know. Cool. But uh yeah, let's get into uh anything else? No, I don't think so. I picked up Disney Plus, so I might have to start reviewing um my my girlfriend made me watch Frozen yeah, and uh, I found I actually found out I liked it. So that was kind of disturbing. I'm going to make her watch the first episode of Tokyo Ghoul and she does not like horror anime. Well, so then why are you making her watch it? <laughs> Cuz I'm evil. <laughs> ah, you're mean. <laughs> So, so look forward to the report on that. Make her watch a good show like <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Hey, Tokyo or... Ghoul is good. Ugh. You don't like Tokyo Ghoul? Garbage. Oh, Tokyo Ghoul is good. All right. Maybe it's because I don't read the manga, but or manga, or however you want to say it. But uh, I hear it gets terrible and toward the end and changes. But no idea. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, let's get into the DVD picks real quick. There's not that much. For November 19th. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. At Face Day Night, uh, Heavensfield 2, Lost Butterfly. Uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl. Uh, the Complete Collection. Uh, for... For only... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's uh, Aniplex. Okay, it's one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Aniplex. Yeah. Uh, recovery of an MMO Junkie for twenty-nine bucks. The complete series, Fruits Basket Season One Part One. Uh, Full Metal Panic: The uh, Invisible Victory Complete Collection, which I'm kind of curious about. So I think originally. Funimation only released a limited edition set, and now it's the standard set all these months later, which I don't understand. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Full Metal Panic, Invisible Victory, great show. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, Hayako, The Complete Collection. And finally, the super duper duper re release. Of Hitamari Sketch, Picture Perfect Collection on Blu-ray. So there's that. I would probably say uh, Full Full Metal Panic and Fruits Basket. If you've never seen Fruits Basket, this is the 2019 uh, re-release or re redo, I guess you could call it the remake with sexy 2019 graphics and. All that jazz, but the same story. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna choose Fate Stay Night because that's about the only one of those I think I recognized. Okay, fair enough. It's the Heavens uh, Feel. I think it's part of the movie or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if if it's the depressing, most depressing route of the game. Ah. Uh, well, if you want to know, know, if you want to know more about it. We reviewed Heaven's Feel on the last episode, so. Oh, wow. What did y'all think of it? That's curious. Go back and listen. All right. I didn't watch it, so. Mm. I watched the original Fate Stay Night, and that was good enough for me. I didn't need more. That those those I've watched about every Fate Stay Night thing I can get my hands on, and they have all been incredibly good. No, I don't doubt it. 
I don't doubt it. All right. Lilycats. Yes. How did you find this obscure? Is this a movie <laughs> or is this a TV this, show? This is a movie okay. from aired in 1987. Uh, my, my girlfriend found it on um, Netflix as she was trying to be more like watching things that I liked. So she found a 1980s anime, a 1980s space horror sci-fi anime. And so starting out, let me just say, this is definitely a 1980s anime, okay? So go into that with, um, with that in your mind. So, and this review is going to be reviewing it as a 1980s anime, because by today's standards, it's not going to be all that great. So the director uh, is Toriyumi Hisayuki. And unfortunately, he looks like he passed away in 2009. Mm. Um, other shows. Oh, he was a director of Gachaman. Hmm. Uh, Gachaman. So basically, he's a lot of Gachaman. Um, just looking through there quickly. Anything else I notice? Area 88. Uh, let's see. Battle of the Planetus, Gotcha Man, and Speed Racer for nine episodes. Wow. Huh. Back in the 1960s. Wow. 67 to 68, so the original Speed Racers. Like the original, original. Yeah. Yeah. So he did a lot of early work. Yeah, a lot of his work uh, ended... Uh, his last bit of work was in 1997... Uh, with Eagle Riders. I'm not familiar with that show. But, yeah, I'm not either. He was very prolific in the 80s, working consistently through 81 through uh, 88. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, never heard of this director before, but he worked on some good stuff, you know, <laughs> good stuff apparently. So. so, yeah, so it's very much a 1980s anime. People are... A corporation is sending people out to a planet to look for resources. They go into a 20-year sleep. They go into a 20-year suspended animation where that slows down their aging by 95%. Okay. So they slow down. So in 20 years, they age a year, basically. Nice. Okay. And some of the best things about the show are that it treats that concept realistically. It talks about you know hey you know it would kind of suck actually if you went away from the planet for 40 years and came back and you were only two years older and everybody you knew and loved or cared about was 40 years older you know so it go, it deals de it deals interestingly with what kind of people would crew a ship that does this all the time and what kind of people would sign on for a one way and back trip to do this and there's some interesting character interaction around that. And it, you know, it tries to talk about the technology realistically. Uh, it tries to talk about the economy of how that would have, why this would happen and be done this way realistically. And for 1987, which you're going to hear a lot, it does a good job. Um, it they have this listed as a space horror anime. Maybe for 1987, this is a horror anime. But if do not go in this thinking that you're going to find the Promised Neverland, which I would call an actual horror anime, or another, which scared the piss out of me, or um, Tokyo Ghoul, 
which was kind of scary, but mostly just disgusting. Yeah, according to the synopsis, the expendable crew, that's great, of the corporate space vessel must stop a murderous, shape-shifting villain organism, or alien organism, that somehow got on board the ship. That's it. Yeah. That's the entire synopsis. <laughs> so they get to the planet, and they get a okay, okay, hold on, hold message. On. Hold on, hold on. Who, who are your main characters here? Okay. So our main characters are a group of people that come from different parts of the of the earth, and the corporation has picked people from different um, parts of the world. They pick people from America. They pick people from Australia. There's one person only from Japan. There's a guy from Africa, and this is 1987 Japanese anime. The one African American character is not only the first person to die; <laughs> he is also drawn very 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 stereotypically okay. and my girlfriend who happens to be african-american looked at it and was like i really don't like the way they drew his lips Died. and i was kind of like yeah. well welcome to 1980s anime pretty much <laughs> um, welcome to the 1980s if you, if, you, if you find a picture of this character you will know immediately what i mean because it is definitely very stereotypical um the, so there's the crew of the ship and there are various people who have come to, there's the normal crew of the ship, a captain, a first mate, first mate happens to be a female, and there are various people who have come through to do this one job, and they're the people that are from the different parts of the world. You've got Barry Dick, you've got Mike Hamilton, you've got Hiro Takagaji, you've got somebody they just named Jimmy, um, and you've got Carolyn, who is the other kind of, um, who's one of the crew members. Uh, your people on the main, if you're looking at the main picture that shows this anime, that is the one Japanese guy and an American woman who is the daughter of one of the, of the, like the head of the corporation. And, uh, and for an my, example, my, my anime list to have a picture of episode one, and like the American is like super buff and blonde. It looks like. Yo, no, that's the Australian. Actually. Ah, dang. <laughs> so I yeah, can the tell American, you now. Uh, well, actually, wait. Oh no, if you're looking at episode one, yes, uh huh, the picture I'm looking at now. Yeah, that is the American. I assumed because he had the blonde hair. Yeah, and he 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 also, and this is a 1987 anime. He has a machine gun for no apparent reason that he carries around with him everywhere. Come on, what, what do you ship. expect? It was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rambo. <laughs> exactly. Know, yes. Days. Yes. Yeah. As I say, 1987 anime. Um. So you see in the beginning of the show an R, uh, like a, the computer kind of pick up and life form or something, and it says life form detected. That's a, and then it looks like it's telling uh, the computer is telling itself to do something, and it says, um, "Pick up and extract, you know, life form." And so it brings it, it opens up an arm, collects this arm, and brings this life form into the ship. The arm happens to break, and it drops the life form into the sh the bowels of the ship. It goes through a bunch of things and dissolves and gets dispersed into the atmosphere of the ship. Obviously, this is not going to come back and be a problem at all later. Nope, not never. 
Um, then we start watching. Everybody starts waking up. They get a message from corporate that says two people that are on the ship with them are not who they say they are. That they basically have two hitchhikers who got on board with, by through cases of mistaken identity and that these two people are dangerous. And it's going to tell them, the message is going to tell the, the, everybody who these people are, but it cuts out at the last minute before it can do that. Of course. 1987 anime. No, that's just anime in general. They're going to okay. tell you who it is. What the fuck's the point of watching the show? Yeah, point taken, point taken. We then go into kind of a everybody suspecting everybody else, kind of, you know, it thing, where everybody is going to be figuring out who the person is. And since she gave it away, the thing that they took down from the air does become a virus, and it becomes this weird virus that takes over people's bodies literally dissolving them to nothing, but then can re then reformat itself using the material from their bodies so that it looks like the person that they digested, um, which becomes which becomes kind of horrific. Uh, a little bit, you know, it's a 1987's anime, so the animation is not going to be generally up to modern standards. Um, but they try to do some interesting things with body horror. One of the, the girl that um, has... That we have on the front cover, the daughter of the the uh, of the lady. The daughter has a cat that she brings with her, and it's this big, huge plot point that she brings a cat because you know who is going to bring a cat on? Uh, and that's Nancy Strostrup. Excuse me, is the name of, is that this character's name? Um, she brings a cat, live cat, with her, and at one point, the cat gets absorbed by the virus and you see the cat kind of like dissolve and explode and it's all like meowing and ah, terrible okay. and it's disgusting yeah um that's one of the more horrific scenes in the show uh but not gonna give this away because i do people think should go watch this if just for the historical perspective because i'm gonna get to some things other things that it does that are kind of early things that anime did that western media didn't the fact that this is not that you can read this as Lily Cat, but it's l like you did better read Lily C period A period T period well, I'm does that become a plot something. point. I'm assuming it yes. stands for something. Yeah, yeah, I know it stands for something. Yes, that becomes a plot point. And so, like I said, some of the things this does that are early anime things that Western media at the time and kind of still not even today d don't always do very well is it dealt realistically with the science fiction. It dealt realistically with the science fiction about, okay, you're going to sleep for 20 years, you're coming back, everybody's going to, you know, is going to be dead or old. What kind of people are going to do this? For an example, the um, Nancy, her boyfriend got stolen by one of her other friends. And she went on this trip so that she could come back and laugh in the face of the lady who stole her boyfriend because she would be old and haggard and she'll, she, she, she would still be young and beautiful. Okay. Which probably tells you all you need to know about Nancy's character. Yeah, she's a bitch. Exactly. Needless to say, she doesn't do too much of any import during the show. 1987 anime.
Um, though Carolyn, the other female character, is actually reasonable and does a, a good job of what, she, what she's supposed to do, but still. Uh, Nancy is basically there to be saved by our hero. The other thing it does that's pretty interesting is it turns out the corporation that's sending them out there is not on the up and up and is, you know, gets into some corporate bad shenanigan type stuff and it doesn't really care about the people that it's sending up there. I know all these kind of things that are kind of old hat now, but we're not in 87. And it's something, and is a good thing that anime does well, even then, of questioning corporations. The thing that it's that it doesn't do well, the animation style just doesn't really hold up. Some of the characterizations don't really hold up. We have the buff American carrying around a you know machine gun for no apparent reason. We have the American looking, and I think she might be supposed to be like European girl, Nancy, who is just a complete idiot and is you know very very uh portrayed very badly the hero is a japanese guy um w one of the other things that it does well is the villain the villains kind of the people who you, you do find out who the people are of course who have stowed onto the ship and they're villains kind of maybe but you can uh, understand a bit why they did what they did. Uh, and they play with that some. The other thing that it doesn't do well, unfortunately, and that thankfully anime did better, is it tries to get philosophical. It tries in the end to do Evangelion, Evangelion level of philosophy. Yeah, but Evangelion wasn't even a thing back then. So, I mean, like. Yeah, no. But it tries to do that level of philosophy and it falls completely flat. Um, Hero has a little soliloquy at the end about, you know, butterf uh, caterpillars dreaming about being butterflies and butterflies remembering about being caterpillars. And it's trying to be this deep and thoughtful thing that deals with the monster that was on the ship. And it just is completely, utterly terrible and made me laugh. Um, so th those are the things that it doesn't do well. Those are the things that it does well. It was interesting. It's an interesting piece of um, anime history. You know, I'm, we like to rank things here. If I was going to rank this kind of on like today level, I, you, I you might can't. give this a four or a five. Yeah. Back in 1987, this was probably really good. Oh, yeah. Because this was before Evangelion. Well, this like was before said. a lot of stuff. And yeah. back then, it was like if you got anything. Uh, you know, that would have been novel. Yeah, and it will end. It was better. It's certainly better than anything that is animated that we were showing in America. I mean, this is light years better than like, I don't know, what was I watching during the eighties? Uh, GI Joe, um, He Man. You know, it's light years above that. As I say, it deals realistically with science fiction topics. Um. But, you know, don't go into this expecting to be wowed by the animation. Don't go into this expecting to be wowed by the characters or the plot, really. It's kind of cool. What they do with the CAT was a nice little twist um, that, that, if you watch carefully, was kind of maybe um, you could figure it out, but you had to be watching very carefully. Um. 
don't expect to go into this expecting great deep anime philosophy. It's not there. And it's not really horrific. They do some, what were for 1987, which are probably some cool things with the monster. You do see the cat, you know, dissolve. And at the time, the idea of a space virus that would dissolve people and then be able to reform them again afterwards is probably pretty horrific. But we've kind of moved on now. Um, it, it, the, the way the disease progressed in the show, it reminded me a lot of Ebola, which I don't know if Ebola was a big thing in 1987. But it looked a lot like that, which was interesting. Um, yeah, so it was interesting, worth watching from a historical perspective. You know, if you happen to have um, Amazon Prime, you know, spend an hour and a half or so, check it out. Why you said it was on Netflix? I think either Netflix or. Um, as I say, my girlfriend found it. I did not. Oh. Either Netflix or Anime Prime. Okay. So, cool. there you go. All right. Well, that is that. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back soon with something else. and uh, Soon? Yeah. Really? Soon? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm trying, We'll be back it. maybe sometime. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Barnsatbeat.com. There you'll find all our past reviews. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.